Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Audacity. Um, thank you so much for listening. I super appreciate it. Like, I love engaging with my friends and anyone on like what I talk about. I love dialogue. I just, I love to have these type of conversations. I feel like it's the only place, like this place is the only place I can have the conversations that I like to have. Like, I don't know if it's weird. I like having conversations about intersectionality and race and pop culture. And I honestly feel like that's what's missing so much from the dialogue of what we see is like, we are missing how this intersects with our other identities um that we hold so i just want to say thank you so much for listening like it it really does warm my heart i have 33 followers on spotify and that actually means a lot that 33 people want to get updates when i drop a new podcast um and i don't know i think this is the one space where i can be authentically me no judgment i feel like nobody judges me and i i really appreciate that and i just to address last week's episode that was really hard for me to do um and to be that emotional like I was crying because I mean it does make me really sad although like I'm a bad bitch bad bitches get sad bad bitches are depressed um and I think I maybe this is frowned upon I don't know but you know I love being a black woman and I hate that I even have to preface it with that but there's a train that goes by it's so fucking annoying but sometimes it's really tiring to be a black woman like sometimes I'm like exhausted and I don't even do anything for the day sometimes I just wake up tired sometimes I like start thinking about something and I just get like super tired because I'm like Jesus Christ like is this my life and I mean I wouldn't choose it any other way I would not choose any I would not choose any other life like never but sometimes you just look around and you're like is this is this what I have like Yeah, so I think that's what that episode was. He's just being very tired. But I also think it's just bringing to light what black women go through, specifically black women who share similar identities. Because I think one thing that I I never want to do is speak for someone else's struggle or speak on behalf of someone else when I don't know. And I'm the first to say I'm super uneducated. Like, (laughs) I'm a student of life and I know that I have so much to learn and I'm totally down for learning. So... I know that I may not even be hitting the super nail on the coffin, but yeah, I just want, I just want to say thank you so much. Like for real, for real, it means so much to me, the support that I get from doing my podcast. It means so much. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening before I jump into talking about Nicki Minaj. That's what this episode is about. You need to listen to Casey Musgraves album. If you do nothing else with your life, it's listen to that album. Okay she it's so good i didn't listen to it for a while because i knew it was gonna be fucking depressing um and it was but it's fucking good so you go girl okay so now let's jump into Nicki minaj so this is actually gonna be a lot like doing the research i got so fucking tired i was like what else like what else do i have to add to this and i kept forgetting shit um but I think this is really important to talk about. First, I want to say this. I have a previous episode talking about Nicki Minaj's contributions to hip hop culture, to black culture, to black women's culture. And I think that that's really important to talk about because she has contributed so much. Um, But I think like all greats, there are people who contribute, they can contribute so much good art and yet be terrible fucking people. Like 
I'm not saying that Nicki Minaj is on the level of the two people I'm about to mention because she's not. But in the way that she is on their level is that she is complicit in her silence and the actions that she takes and allowing the men in her life to harm other people or to have harmed other people and not have any type of accountability or not even choose to partner with those people. Um, So I was going to say, like, I think that R. Kelly and Bill Cosby are examples of like, they've contributed so much to black culture, hip hop culture, all this, like, um, Bill Cosby, like a lot of older black people talk about a different world and how that inspired them to want to go to college and like Fat Albert and all of these things in the Cosby show showing like a happy black family. Like, yes, that is a contribution, but he's a shitty person. And I personally, I'm the type of person where I cannot separate the art from the person and I don't shame those who, who who are able to. I just can't give my black streaming dollars and my black dollars to some bullshit like that, um, because you're that per- you're you're that person and whoever you are, you're acting with everybody. But you are the person that harmed those people. Like R. Kelly, I'll never listen to another song of his ever again. I just, but no, <laughs> that's bad. But go on YouTube and he has a song that he does at this concert in Ethiopia. It just shows that he's a predator, like a, a super predator, as Hillary Clinton. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> That's bad. I take that back. I take that back. But he basically is on stage talking about, do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, do you want to come back with rock to America? America, do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, he's recruiting young Ethiopian girls to come back with him to America. Anyways. If you're looking for a chuckle, I suggest you listen to that. But that that's neither here nor there. Um, I just think, like, I think why it's really hard for black people to let go of, like, people like that. And it's going to be hard for me to let go of Nicki Minaj. Because I'm like, I love, I love Nicki Minaj's music. Like, growing up, it was just, like, it, out of all the girls, like, you didn't have black pop girls. You didn't have black girls like that. But, like, we had Nicki Minaj, like, I cannot tell you, like, your love, I'm really thinking about giving me goosebumps. Like, when I saw that shit come on 106 in Park after school at my cousin's house, I was like, oh my god, like, do-do-do-do-do-do. Ah, shawty, I'm only tell you this one, she the illest, da-da-da-da-do, and for your loving, I'm a diehard like Bruce Willis, da-da-da-da-do, you got spark, you, you got spark, you, you got something. I remember... I remember literally watching that music video, Oh, Six in Park. And I like all like all of her music, like my Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Like, I don't know, like it's just all, all iconic. And I think what's hard I like when black people were like letting go of Bill Bill Cosby or R. Kelly, I didn't really understand because I never had like I never really cared about their music. Like I heard it, I didn't care about R. Kelly's music and I didn't really care about Bill Cosby because I never watched his shows and I I mean I knew R. Kelly's music but I wasn't really bumping it like all the time but like Nicki Minaj like I remember explicitly listening to Beast in the Trap bitches ain't shit and they ain't saying nothing a hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing I bees in the like literally I'm like thinking about all the songs and I like know all of them I loved her music and it's like letting go of an idol and icon because you black people we don't get very much of that we don't see much of ourselves in the media we don't see much of ourselves reflected in the world because the media and hollywood is what is our reflection i guess 
when you have someone who you idolize or you have someone who you think is so great, it's so hard to let go. It's it's hard to see them. I learned in one class, it's Malcolm Martin, you have this Santa classification. Mm-mm. I think that's the phrase, whatever. But basically, you just see them as perfect. You see them as they can do no wrong. And then you start to tune and you're like, no, bitch, you're doing hella wrong. Like, I even have... To, I want to make this episode about Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, and Rihanna because I do stand all three of them. Well, no longer actually, but it's too long to talk about. Nicki Minaj is already the fucking episode, so I can't really get into Rihanna and Beyonce. And they're nowhere near on the level that Nicki Minaj is. Like she is actively complicit in a bystander and black men in her life harming black little girls, black women, women. Um, and she's actually done the same too. Like not to the, not to the sexual extent, but like her beef with Cardi B, like you were kind of, Cardi B, I don't know what Cardi B's racist. So I'm just going to say Cardi, Cardi B is unknown. I don't fucking know. And I don't really have the energy to get into, uh, the debate on what she is. I don't think she's black. I'm sorry. Um, she says she wasn't black herself and she called black women. She called me a roach. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not defending Cardi B in this at all, but I do think that like, Nicki Minaj tried to use her platform to tear Cardi B down. And I don't think that that's a good look. I just think, her, like, I honestly think her career is on the downfall. And after, like, what she's done, which I'm going to talk about, I don't think she can ever come back from, I don't think she can ever come back from, I don't think she can ever be, like, the Pink Friday. Like, the pull up in that monster automobile youngster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in that Tonka, call it a Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen. Okay, first things first, I'll eat your brain. And I'm going to start rocking gold teeth and fangs because that's what a motherfucking monster do. She- sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I mean... I think I'm only going to sing them because I'm like letting go. This thing that I do when I'm letting go of problematic people is I like play their song, like basically pouring one out for the homies. I listen to their song one good time and then it's gone. Like I did that for Michael Jackson because he touched some kids and I don't want to fucking hear nothing else. Like don't say that he didn't touch some kids. Why is little kids sleeping in your fucking bed as an adult? Tell me. Tell me why. Like tell me. Okay. Because you can't. He touched some kids. He did it. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I'm in a musical mood today. I haven't been really giving the music on my last episodes, but I'm, I'm feeling the music today. So y'all bitches is going to get the fucking music. Cause y'all should know I was the lead in my high school musical, high school musical who said I had to let it go. Okay. It was fucking awful and I couldn't fucking sing and that's neither here nor there, but y'all bitches going to get the music. Okay. So either sing with me or tolerate it, but don't go like stay and listen. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's, oh, let me get back to my point. Sorry, distracted because I'm singing. Um, like Beyonce and Rihanna, I'm just going to lightly say kind of what my gripes are with them. Um, I think that Beyonce, I want to say she's a woman for the people, but at the end of the day, she's a capitalist. Like you wearing that blood diamond on your neck, that's not a good look, sis. Especially when you did your black is king and like you're, you know, taking different African cultures like across the continent. Remember Raven said that Africa was a country? That's whatever. Uh, different cultures across the continent of Africa, different countries' cultures. and But then you're going to go wear a blood diamond. I don't think that that's a good look. And then why I'm really upset with Rihanna, like, upset because I feel like she's attacked. Like, she's inadvertently complicit in 
ASAP Rocky's anti-blackness and disrespect towards darker skinned black women. ASAP Rocky said, it was like years ago, but he said that he felt that dark skinned black women shouldn't be wearing red lipstick. And that's in complete juxtaposition to Rihanna's Fenty brand. Like it preaches inclusivity for everybody. The colors that everybody can wear. I bought that red lipstick that she made because I wanted to support her. And then to see her dating him, I'm like, bitch, like what is it that you like? I thought you stood for something. He is vehemently anti-black. I'm sorry. And then when he got arrested in Sweden, I didn't, nobody gave a fuck. Like you said, when Black Lives Matter protesting happened, you're in Soho in Beverly Hills. You're not fucking, you know, in the street. So you don't give a fuck. Like, I just don't understand how someone who can be so pro-black is dating someone who's so anti-black. Um, and I think that really bothers me. But not on the scale of like Nicki Minaj. I don't know why. Nicki Minaj is such a, a favorite to me because I think Nicki Minaj was like rebel when she came out she was kind of rebelling against the system that was already put in place like not that Beyonce and Rihanna weren't but they were pop girls like you know their music kind of could transcend certain spaces but Nicki Minaj just it really didn't at when she first started and it was like it was extremely black music and I loved her music I loved her flow and I loved like what she had to offer um and so this is really just a long-winded way of me saying I'm sad that I had to let her go but basically, like, let me just give you kind of like my thesis and my supporting <laughs> my supporting arguments. Um, but I want to talk about a little bit about like kind of when she first got into the game, how she didn't show little Kim the respect. I also kind of want to talk about her brother's sexual assault allegations and how um, her ex-boyfriend kind of pointed out like how she was supporting him. Um, and then I want to talk about kind of what happened with Cardi B. Um, and kind of how she's a hypocrite, how she addressed what happened with Cardi B and what the things she said about Cardi B, she's now doing herself when it comes to her husband. Um, I also want to address kind of like her take on how she's been, um, speaking towards, you know, women power and girl power and all these things, but is in the, the diametrical opposite of what she's saying when she talks about girl power. And then I also want to talk about a little bit about, you know, her working with six, nine, and how that's her standing by another sex offender um and then I want to talk a little bit about her husband and kind of what's happening currently with that situation because that's really intense and like to be honest like what what's happening with her husband her husband is a sex offender he raped somebody when he was 16 um that was kind of like my last straw like I think I couldn't stand by and be an igmo anymore because I think What's really hard about hard for me when I make these episodes is like, I think that black women are easy targets. Like it's so easy to shit on a black woman. It's so easy to pick Nicki Minaj and say, oh, I'm going to get on her. But when it comes to like P Diddy or it comes to Russell Simmons or it comes to these people like R. Kelly, you still have people who are like, well, I mean, you do have the barbs who are going to ride for them, but you have like other black women who are defending what these men have done to harm black women. Um, and I just think the barbs are dumb, like no shade. Uh, I mean, I, I was a bar, but I'm, I'm the type of fan where I'm not about to get on Twitter and like troll somebody. I'm not about to get on Twitter and say nothing. I keep my thoughts to myself. Or I put on my podcast, like plain and simple. I'm not about to go fuck up somebody's vibe with my hate and my vitriol, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think they're kind of dumb and they're young, so I don't think they know any better. But like, there are actually women who are going to R. Kelly's like trial. There, that It was that woman who actually paid R. Kelly's bail to get him out. Like, bitch, I would never give my money to pay R. Kelly's bill. What? Um, and so I don't know. I think it's, I think 
I think black going after black women is low hanging fruit. And if Nicki Minaj were a man, nobody would give a fuck. Like, I mean, I would give a fuck because I I'll cancel a bitch in two seconds. Um, but I think that at large, nobody would really care. Like, she wouldn't be getting blasted on Twitter and so on and so forth. Um, because it, it's easy to tear us down. Um, but then at the same breath, it's like part of like I can't deny like wrong is wrong sis like I think what even makes it worse is I have this I'm so naive when I think about things I just like bitch why can't everybody be why can't we be friends why can't we be friends like for real like why does everybody have to be evil as fuck and take advantage of like why does the world have to work that way I don't get it I don't get it I don't get it um and that's really naive of me and if you read eloquent rage which I'm telling you, everybody should fucking read that book. Like, I'm kidding. It changed my life. But she talks about how not all black women are going to be rooting for you. Not all black women are going to be your friends. Like, and that's so true. And that's something I have to work on. Because when I see a black woman, I'm I'm rooting for them. I have no ill will. But not everybody's like that. Like, some niggas are praying for your downfall. These bitches praying for my downfall, for real. And Nicki Minaj is praying for some people's downfall. And um, we can't, like, hide behind. Like, we have to call that out at the same time. And the thing is, I, I feel like I'm pretty, uh, I think I'm pretty neutral. Like, I will call anybody out. I'm not a Jay-Z. Fuck Jay-Z. I want to do a whole episode about how you'll never be Jay-Z and P. Diddy, so stop thinking that you'll be. Let that pipe dream go, bitch. Um, I And I think ultimately, like, all in all, celebrity culture needs to die. Because none of those bitches can be trusted. Busted and can't be fucking trusted, okay? That's what this... <laughs> That's what this is about. Nicki Minaj is busted and can't be fucking trusted. Um, so let's hop into just like a few like little stories I need to tell. A few like just some backstory into why where we are where we are today. Um, so basically, when Nicki Minaj, when Nicki Minaj first got into the game, um, she like kind of did still a little Kim Steves. Like she had like this she was high fashion she was wearing the wigs like you know and she Nicki Minaj was kind of rapping the way that niggas do and that's what Lil Kim did like Lil Kim she was like vulgar like there was Foxy Brown there was Remy Ma but like Lil Kim was kind of like mainstream you know like at the VMAs and stuff and Lil Kim was like that bitch and in a similar way that Nicki Minaj tried to embody the same thing. And when Nicki Minaj got into the game, she didn't want to give Lil' Kim credit. And she actually beefed with Lil' Kim. And I'm like, it would it would actually be in a perfect world if you got Lil' Kim on your side to, you know, boost you up and lift you up. That would be super amazing. Like, that would just add to what you have going on. But she didn't do that. Like, she could give a fuck. She wrote, stupid hoe. You a stupid hoe. You a, you a you stupid hoe. Stupid hoes is my enemy. Stupid hoes are so whack stupid ho she never friended me and she would have probably came back like that was about little kim that's sad right like <laughs> i could never imagine calling another black woman a stupid hoe on an album i said i oh, fuck a stupid hoe i oh, fuck a stupid hoe okay sorry um so yeah and actually i have a, I have a side note in my notes too I hate how we say female rappers. That really bothers me. Or I say women rappers, but even that bothers me because at the end of the day, like they're just rappers, period. Like we, they all exist in the same genre as men. And I was having a conversation with the mutual and he was like, well, women really aren't in my top, like in my goat list or my top whatever list. And I think that that's super sexist to be honest with you, because it's basically like, I think it's because men can't relate to what women are talking about. Um, and so like they don't, really 
enjoy or listen to women's music as much so they're and it's kind of like in a way to say that like women do not compete on the same level as men because like men are just rappers period women are just women are called female rappers and or female mcs or whatever you want to call them and that really bothers me because i'm like to me if we have let's say we have a top 50 Nicki minaj is in the top 50 little kim is in the top 50 like seriously like that can't be debated and if you look at statistics and you look at what you if you look at what these women have done compared to men they would be in the top 50 and i think also women give so much more than men do in terms of performance they give you looks they give you visuals they give you social media presence they give you actual performance dancing backup dancers talent what the fuck do men give on stage looking fucking ugly with a white t-shirt on the saggy ass pants dirty ass nails dry ass face hair not shit hair not cut all fucking mess right and so i just think there's a there's a double standard in terms of that and i think that we have to reevaluate how we're gendering the the genre and like also like Nicki minaj body jay-z kanye and Rick Ross on pull up in that mouth so automobile youngster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka yam in that Tonka Colorado Willy Wonka you could be the kid sorry I'm really sorry for this whole episode me rapping I cannot help it I like I I can't help it I'm sorry it's good what, what can I do so like she bodied them on their own song and that just lets you know the the level that she's on and no woman has done that um, and I think that she's in the conversation of like the goats, Sans behavior. Cause like all, I think mostly all men who are in the goat are really problematic, but so I think that we have to have a conversation about how we're gendering the genre, but that's a whole other topic, but I just have to put that in there. Cause that really bothers me. And I, I don't want, I, I need you to know where I stand on that. Like stop doing that shit. Okay. So now let's move into her beef with Meek Mill. So their beef is not really important their twitter argument is what's most important so basically they got into a beef on twitter and Nicki minaj accused him of being abusive towards women and she used karen civil to perpetuate this rumor which i talked about karen civil a scam fucking artist and what karen civil would do and i kind of talked about in that episode is Nicki minaj would hire her to spread rumors to the like urban instagram blogs and all these blogs to like and she's done to multiple people to tarnish people's reputation or she would pay blogs to say really bad things about cardi b like she's using the media to like perpetuate her agenda which why I want to point that out is because that just shows kind of what she does when she's in conflict. She doesn't handle things like an adult. She's like really like she's really backhanded. And I guess maybe that's just the way of the business. I don't know. But it, she's not operating with integrity, to be honest with you. And then in, in response to Nicki Minaj saying that Meek Mill abused women, Meek Mill said that she was supporting her brother um, and that he, she knew he was touching little girls. And I think that why that's important is, okay, Nicki Minaj's brother was convicted of raping a child. Yes, there's that. But it's not, it, the issue is not that he was convicted of raping a child and that's Nicki Minaj's brother. It's her involvement in what happened and what she did. She she took her brother's side. Like, basically what happened was um, she paid for her brother's bail, which was $100,000, and she put up two of her houses as collateral for his bail. Then before he was arrested, she put on Instagram, Jelani, I love you more than you'll ever comprehend. And that's still on her Instagram if you want to look it up. Um, she also wrote a letter to the judge asking him to be lenient with the sentencing, saying how her brother was patient and gentle and genuine, um, just really singing her brother's praises. And then she also said that um, he, she, the mother was trying to extort Nicki Minaj um, for money and to rethink about punishing him for something he did not do. 
And I had an issue with that because did you ever, okay, I, I recently just rewatched a series of unfortunate events and it was basically how like adults just don't believe kids and that's a problem when kids are really telling the truth. And when kids make, you know, allegations or when kids state that abuse has happened, they undergo so many evaluations by trained professionals. I'm not talking about cops because cops are dumb as fuck. Don't do their job, no nothing, clearly. But they're under, they're seen by trained professionals, child psychologists, psychiatrists, psych, psychiatrists psychiatrist um that walk through how to give their story and actually like they ask them to tell their story multiple times to see like are they, and if they're consistent they're probably telling the truth because kids like kids don't remember shit like they could say something one day and then say something the other day like they're constantly walking through on you know how to ascertain if this is the truth or not and it was like I don't think that the kids was lying. I'm sorry. I don't really think kids lie like that. Like, I don't think kids lie about being raped. And even the evidence was like, there was semen on the dress, like her little brother had seen, like there was so much mess, like behind that. And Nicki Minaj was like, no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. She even paid for his lawyer. Um, and that's, when, that's also what Meek Mill said on Twitter. And I think that just really bothered me too, because I'm like, I get that it's your family. That's your brother, but right is right. And wrong is wrong, bitch. Like, you you have to take a stand on something i don't think that's what you took it should have took a stand on um and yeah i'm like i'm sorry like girl you need to let that go let it go or let it burn by usher bitch i'm just in the musical mood i cannot help it um so next we jump to her beef with cardi b um and so before I jump into the story, I don't know if, like, maybe you know, maybe you don't know, whatever. But I just kind of felt like if I knew I was the baddest bitch who ever did it, I would not be stunt. I would not be fucking around. Like, I would not care about Cardi B at all. Because I'm like, Nicki Minaj, she had been, what, she's been in the game for, what, 15 years now? Maybe close to that. And her record, like, her music stands for itself. Like, her music stands for itself. Um, so why are you worried about Cardi B? Like let that go. So I felt like she shouldn't even engage with that, but she did. And it all started with Bodak Yellow. So, um, I'm going to do a lyric test right here. I'm going to rap a little bit of Bodak Yellow and I'm going to rap a little bit of, I don't know what Stinky Minaj song I'm going to rap, but I'm going to rap a song. And then you, t- like you think about, are they even on the same level? Okay. Bodak Yellow. Say little bitch, you can't fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes. Took the store. I can get them both. I don't want to choose, but I'm quick. Cut a nigga off. So, okay. You get the, you get the, the gist right there. Okay. Keep in mind, she's also saying the N word and she says she's not black. <sighs> Whatever. We're not here to argue that, but I'm just saying, think about that. Okay. Then you have, um, I fly with the stars in the sky. I am no longer trying to survive. Sing it with me. I believe that life is a prize. But to live doesn't mean you're alive. Don't worry about me and who I fight. I get what I desire. It's my empire. And yes, I call the shots. I am the umpire. I sprinkle holy water upon the vampire. In this very moment, I'm king. In this very moment, I slay the light with the sling. In this very moment, I bring, put it on everything that I will retire with the ring and I will retire with the crown. Yes. No, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. Clap for the heavyweight champ. Me. But I couldn't do it all along. We, young money raised me. Grew up out in Baisley, Southside Jamaica, Queens, and it's crazy because I'm still hood. Hollywood couldn't change me. Shout out to the haters. Sorry that you couldn't phase me. And being cocky, we just been 
syndicated best believe that what we doing is the moment that we syndicated i don't know this night just remind me of everything they deprived me of uh push your drinks up it's a celebration every time we link up we didn't did everything we could think uh greatness is what we on the brink of okay i apologize i did not mean to wrap the whole thing i really didn't but i couldn't stop like i just had to let you know bitch i know the lyrics okay i'm sorry I- <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry y'all i'm so sorry i said i was gonna stop at certain points and i couldn't help myself but anyways <laughs> you judge the lyrics right there like empire umpire like that's kind of genius right okay cool right okay dope so you hear that like and you say okay the clear winner is Nicki Minaj right we can agree hopefully um so why are you getting phased by Cardi B and also why not just lift Cardi B up and be like put like help her like or just join with her it like it does no harm in uplifting someone even if you may even if you're not on the same caliber caliber it does no harm in just being nice and uplifting someone right so I think Nicki Minaj is kind of jealous when Bodak Yellow came out because Bodak Yellow was kind of breaking new records and everyone was saying like Nick, Cardi B is coming for Nicki Minaj's throne. And um, then there was that beef of Motorsport. Motorsport, put that thing, which is an awful song, sorry. The only good part was Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, like the Migos are E-Rail. Um, and there was beef around like Nicki Minaj, like Nicki Minaj didn't hear Cardi's verse, Nicki Minaj didn't know Cardi was on it. Nicki Minaj then re-recorded her verse after she heard Cardi's verse. And I, I also think that Nicki Minaj's verse was... Mm, I don't want to say... Like, I think Cardi would just be fucking rapping. Like, I don't know. I, she'd just be fucking talking. I'm like, girl, what are you saying? But, like, Nicki Minaj, I feel like there's, like... Um, like, she has some metaphors, similes. Like, it's layered. I don't think Cardi B's rapping is very layered. Um, And so, like they were having some issues with that and actually Nicki Minaj and Taylor Swift's fans were actually trying to keep Bodak Yellow from going number one like that's some hater shit like Taylor Swift fans are really haters but Nicki Minaj like she's a super hater and she even did that shit with Travis Scott and did she bring Stormy into it I don't know like she was really going to the left and then fashion week happened and there was a physical altercation because Nicki Minaj liked a tweet dissing Cardi B's daughter apparently and basically, they was like, okay, we can't invite niggas nowhere. Niggas equal black people. We can't invite black people to white space because this is how they act. Respectability politics. But then also, I kind of felt like, Cardi B, why are you mad? Because like, like Tupac basically said about all bad boy entertainment. I was going to say Diddy, but all bad, boy enter- all bad boy entertainment. My fofo, make sure all your kids don't grow. Like, that's a fucking threat, okay? That's something to get your ass beat over. <laughs> not fucking liking a tweet about somebody's daughter that's like a sub and I don't even know if she really talked about her daughter like that so then Cardi B hopped on her Instagram to say like I let you lie on me you attempted to stop my bag and fuck up the way I eat which there is a rumor now it's a breakfast club episode but I couldn't find it and I can't remember it but in, like anyways Nicki Minaj came after all DJs in New York like for real for real and they were basically saying like how Nicki Minaj is like she's a she's a type of person where she'll try to stop somebody's back like make calls to make sure people don't get gigs make sure people don't get invited to stuff or they're not allowed to do certain stuff like she'll make those calls and like threaten people like don't let them do this like no dead ass so I'm like I don't think that's right either to like fuck up people's money over you know words and shit like that so then in counter to that Nicki Minaj basically hopped up on her queen radio which 
I, I think that Queen Radio could have been brilliant in its inception, but it, it really did turn into a platform for her to bully herself. I know I've likened my show to Queen Radio, but the difference is, bitch, I'm not really bullying nobody. I'm just calling out oppression and facts and the people who are behind the oppression. I'm not really here to bully people uh, and, you know, get on people's, like, did she, I think she called Rick Ross a fat boy on Queen, <laughs> Queen Radio. So, like, she's, like, kind of dangerous on there. But she said, Cardi B's, or Nicki Minaj said about Cardi B. Um, basically, she has the Grammys and number ones, but she's not anybody's top 50 list. And basically, the Recording Academy has brainwashed everyone thinking Grammys are about talent, which, to be fair, I only think people who feel that way are people who don't have Grammys, to be honest with you. Because people who do have Grammys, they'd be like, oh, bitch, I got a Grammy. And I think there is some truth to that. But if she had a Grammy, I don't think she would be saying that. And then she was basically like, um... You know, I came to this game with authentic, uh, authentic come up, writing raps and doing what the fuck was actually necessary. No Instagram, no reality shows, no sucking DJ's dicks. Okay. Then she further said, do you know what the fuck it is to sit in your fucking room for hours and days and rap? Um, let, me, let me get angry like Nicki Minaj on Queen Radio. Do you know what the fuck it is to sit in your fucking room for hours and days at time writing raps? You came into my fucking culture. I never had to fuck a DJ to play my songs. You calling black women roaches? You been getting girls beat up because of what your man's doing? Real bitches never do that. You never attack the woman. You never attack the woman. You take that up with your man. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're angry and you're sad. <laughs> And this is not funny, and this is not about attacking. This is about getting this woman some fucking help. <laughs> this isn't funny at all. Like, this is actually hella mean. It's just me doing my dramatic reading. This is actually really fucking mean. And I think it's kind of rich coming from her because she, like, when it comes to her husband, and I'll explain that story later, she's attacking the woman. Like, she's being very, uh, she's being a big hypocrite. Like, uh, and I think to a certain degree, both Nicki Minaj and Cardi B are pick me's and they, they, they're piping for the patriarchy. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm like, I, I just, you can't throw stones from a glass house. I'm sorry. And you know, she, Nicki Minaj has also been a proponent and I'll link it in my, uh, bibliography or my, my citations or whatever. She's also been a proponent for, you know, women's empowerment, but then at the same breath, like can't give little Kim her due, can't, you know, just leave Cardi B alone and like you know, help her, like, yeah, Cardi B is super fucking flawed, I mean, I mean, I guess that she did help Meg, but apparently, like, that was some bullshit to make her seem like she actually cared about people when she really doesn't, so, okay, so now let's move to 6 9 her relationship with 6 9 and I think it's, I think it's just weird, like, it's really weird, because, first off, he's Puerto Rican and Mexican, he's saying the n-word, I have a problem with that, and people say, like, they're from New York, it's different, I don't give a fuck, don't say that shit around me, you're not black, like, I don't want to fucking hear it, and that goes for Cardi B too. But anyways, he's a sex offender because he, or, uh, I don't, I don't know what the classification, classification is. He was, he did plead guilty to using a 13 year old in a sexual performance. Um, and he was on probation for that. And Nicki Minaj still chose to do three songs. I think it's Mama, Fifi, and Kiki, which, uh, those names, I don't know. And it just, this will show you how fucked up 6 9 is. I'm not even getting to him snitching because, I was snitched too, like dead ass. I'm not going to jail. Y'all know how I feel about jail. I'm not going. If I if it came between my ass and somebody else's, I'm snitching. I'm not a ride or die. I'm not dying and I'm not riding to jail. I'm sorry. Like I'm snitching on your ass and I'm a walk free and I don't give a fuck. Don't try me. Let's and I don't even want to do anything to have me snitching in the first place. Like I'm not about that life. No, 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 no. So I'm not even talking about him snitching because I would have snitched too. I'm sorry. Um but he did snitch on all black people because he was trying to be black and that's kind of fucked up. But 
this episode is not about 6 9 I'm sorry. But to show how he is really fucked up, like, he tried to give $200,000 to No Kids Hungry, uh, nonprofit, and they were like, bitch, we don't want your fucking money. Like, you're an awful person because he's a sex offender, right? So you know how fucking, how bad you have to be for a group, uh, for a nonprofit say, we don't want six figures from you because you fucking suck? Like, come on now. So I, to sum up so far, it's like, you know, and even, and here's my thing with Meek Mill. You knew that he beat women and you were still with him until you want to use that. Even if it's not true or not, you use that to get on him in public, but you knew it anyway. So I'm like, so if that's the case, you're with someone who abuses women physically. Um, your brother's a sex offender who abused a child and you're working with 6 9 who also abused a child. Make it make sense. Okay. So now let's jump to her husband. So in... In 2019, Nicki Minaj marries her husband, Kenneth Petty. And people, as soon as they're dating, though, people immediately find out he's a sex offender. And she has to know he's a sex offender. Come on, because he was in jail for it. And it's on his record. He was convicted in 1995 of said rape. Um, and he also has another charge, but that's that's for murder. So that's not really related to this. Um, and he's, a, he's labeled as a level two sex offender, which deems him as having moderate risk or repeat offense. Uh, moderate risk of repeat offense. Um, and... The circumstances of this assault was um, he he allegedly used a knife cutting instrument of sorts to coerce Jennifer Huff, who we're going to talk about later, into having sex. And he was sentenced to prison. Um, in response to fans calling out that Nicki Minaj is dating a sex offender, she said that he was 15, not 16, which... Oh, he was 15. She was 16 in a relationship, but go off. Y'all can't ruin my life. Y'all can't even run your own life which i'm thinking to myself bitch i'm not i will i'm not dating first but i'm really not dating a sex offender so maybe i can't run my own life sis um she then went on queen radio which is why i think like this is how like what she said about cardi b i think was kind of unwarranted because that's kind of a low blow but then this is like when it really got to i was like really sis she said that the woman who he raped was white and basically she was trying to make make her husband seem like he was Emmett Till and because everyone knows like there's this contentious relationship and even it happened at Santa Clara too there was a black guy who raped I want to say she was Latinx or like she was uh, of a she was a white Tino and people are like well did it really happen because maybe she's just accusing him of rape because he's black um and that's what she was trying to do with her husband like she was trying to make it seem like uh, is this really true? It, did it happen because this woman is white? And the woman's not white. She's a black woman. Um, and that's what's really fucked up. So she's lying. And also her husband was arrested earlier this year for failing to register as a sex offender in California. And she has a child with this dude. So she knew all this and had a child with him. And she, she, hold on, we don't get to it. Um, she even ma- went as far as to make him her manager so that he was able to travel without as, without as much restriction because he's a sex offender. Um, and he had, now he has a job that requires him to travel. So she even made him his, her manager so that he could travel with her. And so he wouldn't be, you know, held back by being a sex offender. Um, and now like current day, what this has morphed into is Nicki Minaj and it came out, I'm going to link it in my citations, but it came out in like an expose, uh, I think it was on WAPO, Washington Post, or New York Times. I'm not sure. I'm going to link it. But um, Nicki Minaj threatened and attempted to bribe the woman who her husband raped, Kenneth Petty raped, Jennifer um, Huff. Um, and she wanted her to recant her story and, to, um, and a statement to clear her husband. Um, and 
Jennifer was like, no, she was on the phone with Nicki Minaj and she told her, like, sis, this happened. Like, woman to woman, this happened. And Nicki Minaj stopped talking to her after that. She continued to make efforts to discredit her. Jennifer Huff has the barbs threatening her, sending her death threats. Um, and she's suing, that be- she's suing them because of that, rightfully so. Like, she said she's been scared her whole life and, you know, um, she's blamed herself. And that's what happens with most women who are sexual um, assault survivors and victims. And just um survivors and victims of any type of abuse is you blame yourself you think like why didn't I do this at this stage at this point so on and so forth and at the end of the day there's nothing you could have done to stop someone else's actions you can't be responsible for what some other fucked up person does and of course that's like me saying that from the outside but to anybody who's listening and you know may have experienced that it's never your fault it's never your it's never your fault for what someone else chose to do to you it's that person's fucked up fault and I'm sorry that you had to experience that and go through that so like I just couldn't believe that Nicki Minaj like to be honest, it's one thing for a man to do that because I don't really put anything past a man. And at this point, I don't really think I can put anything past a black woman. Like, I'm like, girl, like, black woman to black woman, you would do that to someone? Like, I pray to God if that ever happened to me, I would leave that person. I would block that person, like, and leave them alone forever. I just could never, I could never, I could never cape for the patriarchy. I could never. Like, that's some bullshit. And, okay, so then at the same time, Nicki Minaj comes out with, like, this COVID hoax um and basically saying how (laughs) so basically what she's saying is like either a friend of a friend or a cousin or somebody got a covid shot and then they all of a sudden got like really droopy balls (laughs) and they had a large testicle (laughs) and i'm laughing because like that's just funny to think about you got a covid shot and now you got droopy balls and everyone was like bitch that's an std that's not the covid shot yeah, she was perpetuated at the COVID shot to give you droopy balls. <laughs> and so, but the theory is that she was doing all of this stuff to really mask the interview. Because at the same time, Jennifer Huff went on The Real, which is like a view, the talk, like ask, and you can go watch it on YouTube, coming out and really saying like wh- what was happening. So she was using this COVID shit to say like, uh, to hide from like and bring to the media's attention like what she was saying rather than what Jennifer Huff was saying and I just know I just feel like that's so fucked up and just to go back to the point where Cardi B's like you never attack the woman you get on your man and I'm like get on your fucking man sis leave his ass like he did it why are you attacking this woman for speaking her truth like that's super fucked up like I, I have no words for that like you're a rape apologist you're caping so hard for the patriarchy you're willing to disturb and harass and send your crazy ass fans after this woman for in, in private like she wasn't even gonna go public like if Nicki Minaj just left her alone that's the thing like so you did this to yourself and I guess why it hurts most is because it's like she was an idol like I really thought that she was you know rooting for black women you know wanting to elevate us and she's doing like in you know bringing our issues to the forefront and she's not like this she's only out for herself and that's our fault and that's my fault for thinking that like someone could do that because like I you know all these other celebrities and I I think I hold certain black women in the media up to a, a certain pedestal um and you can't fucking do that they're all they're all off as fuck you know because at the end of the day you should know th- those bitches are fucking twisted because at the end of the day um the fact that they all have this money sitting in a bank account and they don't help not a soul, like, you don't, 
get rid of all your money to help somebody else just shows how fucking sick and twisted you are and you live in these mansions with what 10 bedrooms 10 bathrooms and you don't want to help nobody like yeah she that should show you how fucked up that person is so i don't know like i'm super disenchanted with Nicki minaj and i can acknowledge her impact to the culture and everything that she's done but at the same time i can say like um i can no longer support you and i cannot give you my black streaming dollars i'm sorry like i would just have to sing acapella as i've been doing this whole episode um <laughs> so here's why and here's the second part of this too like i kind of touched on the beginning i just feel like um if Nicki minaj were a man like i said nobody would give a flying fuck because you think about how many like r kelly said he's snitching on all the bitches who knew something um about what he did and snitching on them for what they did too like that just like a lot of rape apologists a lot of predators in the music industry and if Nicki Minaj were a man I don't really think this would be a big of a deal and think about like the people I feel like in the music industry or just any the Hollywood or whatever you want to fucking call it I feel like everyone's done something to fuck somebody over you know what I mean um yeah so ultimately like ultimately I'm in this episode saying we all have to be accountable for the things and the people we support and I'm acknowledging that I was wrong in my, you know, blind support of Nicki Minaj because of the amount of harm she's done to those around her. Um, and I will, I can acknowledge her contribution, very similar to others, like I mentioned, who committed monstrous acts. But your contributions are not en- enough for the harm that you've done and the people you supported, like her supporting her husband and her brother and six nine, like all these people. That's really problematic and. I'm the type of person where I cannot separate the person from the art. So I have to leave Nicki Minaj in the dust. Like I cannot, I can't support her anymore. And honestly, I think this is really like, I don't think she can recover from this. Like I think it's the end of her career. You can't come back from this. I don't know how she's going to come back from this. Yeah. I mean, even if you were just saying that COVID shit to cover up, you bitch, not only are you saying that you're anti-vaxxer, but you're also saying that you support your husband raping somebody and you just want his name to be cleared. Like, that's not a cute look, girl. So, yeah, I just want to say, yeah. I swear I'm going to do the episode on Stop Integrating White TV, I promise. Um, it's going to be my next one. It's just, ugh, it's such a, like, large task to talk about. Um, and this was more pressing because I had a statement to retract. so yeah um i mean thank you for listening thank you for listening to my raps i'm sorry like i really couldn't help myself um they're just so catchy um but like i said i only have the acapella versions i i won't i will not listen to the real music anymore so yeah anyways i think this is a call for us to reevaluate how much stock we put into celebrities and famous people um and fuck those bitches they need to give their money up eat the rich that's really the end of this, but thank you for listening. Um, and I'll see you in the next episode.